0: glory to the name of jesus forevermore good day to you over there Uh, it's glad my heart to come your way again today it's another edition of faith for dominion and i believe very strongly that god is ready to bless us through his word today it's always a pleasure for me coming your way please always note that god is a god that cares about you he cares about you he knows what you are going through the Bible says, I know the thought I think towards you, says the Lord, for they are thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you a hope and an expected end. God's desire for you and plan for you is to give you a hope and an expected end. Irrespective of what you may be going through, you always know that God has your back. He always have your back. He's always covering you up. So I welcome you today to Dominion Voice uh, Christian Outreach. The Dominion Faith for Dominion is One of our outreach programs and i'm very sure that you're ready to bless to be blessed of god i want you to quickly share this with your friends share it with your friends your neighbors your colleagues and peradventure adventure you at work you can get a hairpiece tuck it into your hair and listen to god's word remember faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god it is the volume of the word of god that determines the volume of faith that lives, that resides on the inside of you the proportion of the word of god is directly is directly proportional the the volume of the word of god is directly proportional to the faith that is active and working on the inside of you for we know that faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of god i welcome you god bless you real good shall we pray father we thank you it is time for your word speak your word to us and let our life be transformed in Jesus' mighty name, Amen. Glory to God. Now, about two, three Wednesdays ago, we started a teaching on who is God, and we began to look at who exactly God is. Why? Because we have to establish that your faith cannot grow on the praying the presence of the person that you do not know. Your faith cannot find expression. If you do not know on whose your faith is hanging upon, and we're able to establish who God is, and God is also interested in every one of us knowing who He is. Remember, the scripture says in the book of Matthew, Matthew chapter 16, verse 13 to 20. Matthew 16, 13 to 20. Jesus Christ asked the question from His disciples, Who do men see help? And then He asked, They gave several examples, several names, but eventually, he said, "Who do you say I am?" And he answered, "The flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, Peter. For it is the Lord, the Spirit of God. It is the Spirit of God. It is revelation only that I have exposed this to you. And on this rock of revelation knowledge, I will build my church." Again, Acts chapter, Acts <clears throat>, chapter five, Acts chapter five, chapter nine, verse five. Here we see Paul asking the question, "When Jesus Christ appeared to him, who are you, Lord?" And he said, "It is me, Jesus Christ, that you are persecuted. If you don't know who God is personally, your faith cannot grow, your faith cannot find expression. This is very very important. Exodus chapter 3, Exodus chapter 3, verse 10 to 14. Exodus 3, 10 to 14. Here we see the most high God asking. He said, when Moses asked the children of Israel, he asked the children of Israel, he I mean, God, Jesus. Moses asked the most high. and said, When I came to Egypt to ask. Who sent me and good lord God said what is my name my name is i am that i am i am yesterday i am today and i am forevermore i do not change and that is who god is i am that i am listen carefully god is i am to you today god is i am to you yesterday is i am to yesterday you can never see god as i was god is always in the present because he does not change he feels from the past to the present even unto the future so that means time clocks within him so it is us it is you and human being as is yesterday today forever god is yesterday he is today he is forever he is complete but we move within god the bible says it is in him we live we move and have our being it's important for us to know that god is the same he is the same yesterday today and forever and until you and I see God in this way, our faith cannot it cannot grow effectively. God is a spirit. He has no body. But one thing is that he can, neither can he be measured, neither can he be weighed. He is, so, he is so heavy, nobody can carry him. He is so light that you cannot even believe that he is still God. That is who God is. He is the most high. He cannot be comprehended. He can't be touched. He is a personal spirit. God he is not someone. He is not a person. Bible says God is not a man that he should lie. God is not a man. God is not a man. However, he, has a, he carries the personality. He has a personality. He has a personality. He has eyes he can see. He has nose he can smell. He has mouth he can speak. He has ears he can hear. He can say, oh, personal, how do you know all this? Listen, the Bible says the eyes of the Lord rose to and fro, making himself perfect on him. So, the, God has the eyes. Is it God has a nose? Yes, he does have a nose. The Bible said he smells the fragrance that we burn up to him. He smells our worship. So, he has a nose. He said, oh, God has a mouth. Yes, God has a mouth. He can speak. He said he can speak. God has also ears. He can hear. That's why when we pray to him, he hears us. He has a hear. Not only does it have that God is a person, he has emotion. He has emotion. I'm telling you, God does have emotion. The Bible says we do not have a high priest that is not touched by the feeling of our infirmity. God, the son, Jesus Christ, God, he has emotion. He got to the tomb of Lazarus and he wept. We ought to understand this about God. That is why when I hear a lot of people say, God does not understand what I am going through, I begin to wonder, do you really know what you are talking about? God understands what we are going through. The Bible says we do not have a high priest that is not touched by the feeling of our infirmity. God is touched when we are sad, he's excited, when we are happy. He does have emotions. He is touched by the feeling of our infirmity. That is why it's very difficult for everyone to say he wants to comprehend God. It's in brain. Our brain is too small to understand God. Is God interested in your life? Yes, he's very much interested. You have to know that he's interested in you. That is why he has a plan. He has a thought towards you. Jeremiah 29, 11. said, I know the thoughts I think towards you. They are thoughts of good and not of evil to give you a future and a hope and an expected end. That is why it is not possible for you as a child of God to think that you will fall one day. Why? Because the almost high God that watches over you is said, he that keepeth Israel, neither slumber nor sleep. He doesn't slumber nor sleep. And he's always watching over you. His eyes are over you. As his eyes are upon the sparrows. I know he watches over you. That songwriter said, he watches over you. There is not even a single strand of your hair, of the hair on your head that can fall to, down to the ground without the knowledge of God. Listen to me. God has the hair on your head numbered. That does not, say God is not saying that he knows the totality of the hair no. on your head. No, the totality of the hair on your head. No, he says he has every one of them numbered. It means that if God should call hair number 50, it will rise up on your head. Hair number 600, it is pop up. It will know they are numbered. They are numbered. They all are numbered. It shows how much the effect and the love of God towards you is. Until you understand this aspect of him, you cannot understand and know God for who he is. Now, God cannot be held in the brain yet he lives in the heart of men he lives in our hearts he says a new heart i will give to you he has to give you a new heart so that you can live on the inside of the earth he has taken away the heart of stone and he has put the heart of flesh wherein he can touch us he can he can pass messages across to us listen to me beloved listening to me very carefully today god sincerely knows who you are he knows who you are no matter where you are on the planet of the earth he knows who you are, he knows you by name, he knows you by name, do you know what the scripture says? He said he has inscribed your name on the palms of his hands, he knows who you are, he knows your name, he knows you by name, he knows you by name, not only does he know you by name, in fact, the Bible says we are the apple of God's eye, That is the retina, that black thing in your eyes that goes to and fro. And if you are the apple of God's eye, that means God is consistently able to protect you. He's consistently able to protect you. You know if somebody, you can try it. If somebody tries to throw something at you, where will everybody protect? It is the eyes. Unconsciously, you put your hands there. You are protecting the apple. And that's the way God is. You are protecting that retina. You are protecting your eyes. Because the eyes is the light of the body, the scripture says. And the Bible says, you are the light of the body. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Don't ever let the devil make you believe that you are not relevant in the scheme of things when it comes to God. In fact, you are very relevant to his move. You are very relevant to him, very, very relevant to him. No matter what you go through, you are relevant in the scheme of things. You are relevant in the plan and the purpose of God. You are extremely relevant. Don't believe that you are not relevant. You are extremely relevant. We looked at four attributes of God, and we'll be looking at the fifth one today, and then we'll wrap off on this topic, and then we'll pick another topic next week. Glory to God. We talked about the attributes of God, we said God is omnipresent, that he is present at the same time, is present at everywhere, at the same time in the same measure, in the same capacity, in the same strength, the same of God that you have, where you are, is the same God, same measure of God that you have in other continents of the world, he is omnipresent, he is in the heaven, he is in the earth, even he is in the grave, he's is even in hell, his presence is everywhere. And we made mention that his manifested presence can be invoked by we praising him, by we knowing more of him, praising and worshipping him. The Bible says, God inhabits the praise of his people. Technically, it means God lives inside praise. So when you're looking for the address of God, go and look for praises. But secondly, it says where two or more people are gathered in his name, there it will be. So where is God? God is where two or more people are gathered in church, in fellowships, in gatherings, where in that such sort of gathering are in his name, he is always there in their midst. God is not only omnipresent, God is also omniscience, which knows the all-knowing God. He does not know in part, he knows in whole, he knows everything, he knows you, he knows everything. He is the all-knowing God, he knows before you were born, He knows where you will live. He knows what you will become. He knows even when you will pass on to be with him in glory. He's the all-knowing God. There is nothing that meets God by accident. God is not part of. God is not not running up and down because he wants to fix you up. No, he does not need to leave the place where he is. He can fix up your business. He can fix up your marriage. He can fix up your hope provided you acknowledge that he's the all-knowing God. I see some people even try to hide from God like noah i like a, uh, uh, like jonah he wanted to run away from the presence of god god said go to Nineveh." he went on the other side and went to tarshish and where did it, what happened he went away even in the belly of the fish he's still there listen no matter who you are god knows who you are he knows your frailty he knows how you are complete he knows what you are afraid about he knows everything about you there is nothing god does not even to the intent of your thoughts of your heart, God knows the devil does not know what you think about in the inside of your mind, he doesn't know until you express it. But God knows, even to the intent of your heart, you may hide information from your husband, or prevent you hide information from your wife, or probably you hide information from your boss or from your children or from your loved ones. But you know what? You can't hide away from him. He knows the intent of your heart, he knows the reason why you why you do what you do. Even people, you may, you know, the reason why you're doing the good things you do. People may think, oh, he's doing it having a a negative motive. Forget that. God knows. And if it is vice versa, God knows. He's the all knowing God. He's omniscient. Not only is he omniscient, he's also the omnipotent God. He's the all powerful God. All powerful. There is nothing that goes beyond him. In fact, he created all things. There is nothing that is gone beyond the power of God. He's the all-powerful God. Devils, demons cannot afflict you. The Bible says, I have given you power, authority, to triumph upon serpents and scorpions, with every works of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's the word of God. He's the all-powerful God. The Bible says we are healed in Christ, and Christ is heeding God. Now for anybody to touch you, the person must deal with God, deal with Christ before touching you. Because you are hidden in Christ and Christ is in God. Before you can be touched, you have to touch God, touch Christ and touch you. Is it possible to do that, to touch God and touch Christ and defeat the children before touching you? It's not possible. And that is how our faith can grow. Who is God? We have to know who God is before our faith can effectively grow. He's the all-powerful God. With the breath of his nose, he parted the Red Sea. The children of Israel walked on on dry ground. They walked through the Red Sea. And here they are singing and being free he can do all things he made the blind he can make the blind to see he made the blind to see he can and will and can make the blind to see he made the lame to walk he made all things there is nothing that is impossible for god to do nothing is impossible for him to do the only challenge is how do you see god who is god to you the measure of god The dimension of God that you know is what will reveal who God is to you. If you see God as a smoke, as someone, as a cop, he will reveal it that to me, he will be like that to you. If you see him as a bottle, so he will be to you. And that reminds me, recently I was going through the YouTube, I think I was looking for a message and I saw an advert. I was listening to a message or something and I saw an advert uh, wherein somebody was advertising a necklace and i mean a bracelet said it's going to bring it's going to bring good luck and all and several people are sharing this how they put on the bracelet i laughed and i said look the bottom line is those people believe that that bracelet is what they wear that makes them to be able to make their hand stripes right. no it is god it is the most high the god the most High. but because god has put things in principle he has put principles on earth we are in if you God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you're able to ask or imagine, they have imagined it that yeah, once they wear that bracelet, everything will be going to work fine, and that is the law of attraction. God, has the law of attraction, is God's word. That is, the once they put it on, they just believe that yes, good things will begin to happen. That's so as it is, as a man thinketh in his hands so he is, as a man thinketh in and so he will become. It's not the bracelet. It is the principle of God's word that somebody is just playing with and making them to stir up their faith to believe that that breakthrough will bring good luck. No, it is the principle of God's word. And if you who are believers will have that same kind of faith in God, that look those things that God has said concerning my life will be, so also it will come out to be. But many times we are weak in faith because we do not know who God is. I cannot imagine Jesus Christ doing a business and it will fail. No, it's not possible. That is why the reason why your own business cannot fail. Because Jesus is in is in that business. It cannot fail. It cannot fail. That business cannot fail. That business cannot fail. Yeah, suffice it to be you may need to know the principles wherein business runs you must know exactly when to arise. You must know exactly when to go for meetings. You must know exactly when to retain some fund. You must know exactly when to retain some part of your profit so that in the rainy day, you can still keep your business running. But for a business to fail in, which has in it, it's not possible. I cannot imagine you, your business paying tight and you think it will fail. Tight is an insurance to your business. When you pay tight, the Bible says, bring in the tight to my storehouse, And prove me now if I will not open the windows of heaven to you and pour you such a blessing that you will not have enough room to contain. And he said, now prove me that if I will not rebuke the devourer for your sake. When you pay tight, it is an insurance over your business. If your business is insured, that is, there are times your business may go through the storms, but you know if you are a tighter, that business cannot go down the drain. It is not possible. It's not possible. Except you're not honoring and observing the things that God has said in His Word. Who among you, Jesus Christ, said that wants to build a house that will not first of all sit down, first sit and count the cost and see whether he has enough money to finish the house? That's why He's teaching about budgets. There, you want to start something, you must sit down. Jesus Christ knows all these things. He says, "Sit down." He's talking about budgeting. In fact, the five thousand, there were five, there were twelve basketful that was remaining. He told the people, "Go and gather them." Those are principles in the world. God will never give room to wastages. He will never want you to waste. Wasting food, wasting resources, wasting time. God is not in it. If you will only obey all these principles that are there, once you obey it, some obey those principles, their business will go down. Yes. Wah, check it very well. You must be a tighter. Once you obey these principles and you, your tight, you pay your you we don't give tithes, no. We pay tithes. We don't give tithe, We pay it because you have been rendered. You pay for what has been earned, what you have enjoyed. So we pay tithe. Once you pay your tithe, you will be protected. You, Your home will be protected. Your business will be protected. No matter the storm that may come, no matter how much somebody may try to defraud you, listen, if you're a tighter, if you look at though you are going down, you will eventually come up. It is standard. By two immutable things, it is impossible for God to lie. Not only is God omnipotent, he's all-powerful, he's also a holy God, he's a holy God. God's holiness is not like the holiness we think about. And we be able to establish, listen, you cannot say you want to be holy and you think it is by your holiness you will make yourself presentable to God. No, 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 it's not your righteousness. We all must accept Jesus. It is the holiness, it is the beauty, it's the righteousness of Jesus Christ that God sees in us that makes us acceptable. No, 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 no. It's not your, it's not in my holiness, not your righteousness. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. You, I mean, we, I mean, you cannot even imagine it. Do you want to say times when your thoughts go straight? It is not your righteousness that God looks, it is the righteousness in Christ Jesus. That is why anyone that is born again, truly born again, We all have the same line, the same type of righteousness. The same type. No one is, no one in the body of Christ is more righteous than the other person. Because the righteousness, the material of righteousness we possess is that which Jesus Christ has given to us. That is when we pray, the Bible says we should come boldly, boldly to the throne of mercy. So that we can, we should come to the throne of God. Now we may obtain mercy in times of need. Come boldly to the throne of God. Not because of your mind or what we have done, but because of what Christ has done. That is why we can come boldly. The Bible says, The righteous are as bold as a lion. What makes the righteous bold? It's not because of our righteousness. No, it's the righteousness of Jesus Christ. So when you stand in the presence of God and you say, In Jesus' name, God does not see you. Who he sees is Jesus. And that is what the devil does not want the people to know, the church to know. That, look, it is because of your righteousness. It is because of this. No, no, no. Romans chapter 12 says, There is therefore now no condemnation for them that I Christ. There is therefore now no condemnation. Listen, there is no condemnation with you. However, we must live the life of Christ. We must allow Christ to live in us. The Bible says, For it is in him we live, we move, and have our being. When we allow Christ to to find expression through you and I, you realize that you will no longer struggle with sin. The reason why we still confess and we struggle with sin is because we have not allowed Christ to live his life through us 100%. When Christ lives his life through you and I, you are totally free. Totally free. Because we are dead with Christ and risen with him. And then the last of the attributes of God is that he is a holy and honest God. I use that word honest because many people don't know that God is honest. God is honest. When you talk of being honest you're talking of integrity. God is holy. God is love and is very honest with us. He will not deceive you. God does not deceive God is not a deceiver. No, 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 no. no. Whatever he says is what he means. And whatever he means is what he says. He won't tell you I love you and he will not, secretly at the back of his mind, he's not happy with him. No, 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 no. That is not consistent with his nature. Our uh, God is love. Now listen to me, I'm not saying God has love. God does not have love. No, 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 no. He doesn't have love. God himself is love. So it's not that he has love. He, he himself is love. And wherever there is love, there can be hatred. There can be evil. There can be bad things. God is love. And not only is he love, he is a honest God. He has integrity. His word is bounded; it cannot be changed. The Bible says, "By two immutable things, it is impossible for God to lie." It's not that God does not want to lie; it is impossible. You know, when you say impossible, it cannot happen. It cannot happen. It is impossible. Just like it is impossible for you, as an individual, to wake up one day. And say you want to eat your feces. You can't do it. It's gory. It's horrible. It is impossible. So also it is. It is absolutely. It's, it's just impossible. you know what the scripture says? It said it is easier for heaven and earth to crash. Than for the word of God to go without being fulfilled. What am I trying to say? He saying that is, heaven and earth may pass away. But the word of God will go. We cannot go without being fulfilled. That is in, in my own words to drive it up to you, it is easier for the heavens and the earth, the sun, the moon, to crash. It is easier, get that word, it is a lot easier for the for Jupiter, Mars, uh, earth, to crash into the sun. It is easier than for the word of God to go without being fulfilled. Do you know how it is? Is that so easy? The Bible says it's easier for those things to happen than for God's word to go without being fulfilled. God's word over your life cannot be broken. God's word over your life cannot fall to the ground. But it is your faith in in the word that keeps you on, that keeps you in his presence, that keeps you consistently with him. God is love. Love is God. You can say, just like you say, one plus one is equal to two. Two plus two is equal to four. That is, on the equation, they are balanced. This is equal to this. So also, it is God is love. God is equal to love. You can say love is equal to God. So, so that means you, just that the scripture says. He says, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That whosoever shall believe in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. So also, you can say, for love so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. That love gave His only begotten Son. And whosoever believe in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. That is it. You can actually replace God for love. You say, for love, so love the world. For God, so love the world. You can also say, for, for love, so love the God. God and love is the same. So if God is love, that means there can never be any age shed with him. There can't be any darkness within. There can't be any shadow of turning within. God himself is love not possible to have yeah to have water and also to at the same time say you want to have you want to have um, you want to have water and you want to have another inside water no water is water no no matter how big it is so you can't so god himself is love he's always doing good and he can only do good god can only do good he cannot do any other thing than to do good there is he can only do good there is nothing like him doing any other thing other than good that's it he cannot do evil there is no evil with him there is no sickness with him there is no poverty with him god is love he loves to forgive all the time he loves even his enemies That is why he will never give up on any child of his. Do you remember the thief at the right hand of the cross when Jesus Christ was going to pass away? Do you remember? Yeah. Even on the cross, no Sunday school, no Bible study, no nothing. And yet God said, today you will be with me in paradise because he's always willing to forgive. He's always willing to forgive. Are you there today and you want to access the love of God? listen to me carefully that love is available It's available to you is available to me and i want to ask you today are you born again if you're not born again you cannot have these attributes you cannot have attributes because this is the dna of god and that dna is what i have because i gave my heart to him i've given my heart to him i gave my heart to him and i know i have him do you have god do you know him are you born again? If you are not born again, I want to give you the opportunity today so that you can have an experience of God so that your faith can grow thereby. If you want to give your heart to Christ today, I want you to pray this prayer along with me A I mean it from your heart. I want you to pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today to accept you into my life. I am sorry for my sins and I accept you today. Wash me with your blood. I believe in my heart that Christ Jesus died and rose from the dead. And I confess with my mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord. Today, I give my heart to you. Today, I am born again. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations. You said that prayer, I tell you, you are a new creation. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. It's time for you now to begin to walk with him. Please look for a Bible-believing church very close to you, and go there and start attending. Start reading a Bible. Start studying the scripture from the book of John. Read the scripture, go to church, and please identify with the body of Christ. You will not go back in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to pray for everybody. Shall we pray together? Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. I ask, Oh Lord God, that you will touch every life. I ask, O Lord God, that you will reveal yourself to us more. I ask, God almighty, that you will cause the eyes of our understanding to be opened. Every scale that covers our eyes drop away. Every veil that covers our face be removed. I ask, God Lord for the spirit of revelation knowledge to come upon everyone that is listening now or will be listening later in this after this program. But I pray that you will touch every heart and you will cause us to walk with you in deep understanding and knowing you well. Thank you, Father, for answering our prayers. I pray for you today. You are healed. I rebuke sickness over your life. I rebuke poverty in your life. And I pray that the light of God will shine in your life and you will know him the more. Thank you, Father, for answering our prayers. In Jesus' exalted name, we pray. Amen. Thank you, Father. Thank you for listening. And it gives me great pleasure to know that you are there being blessed. Till I come your way again next week, please always remember that we walk by faith and not by sight. God bless you. See you again.